0: The whole yeah.
1: No, I, I absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've been, I've been really kind of trying to live my life like, not like I've got cancer or some terminal disease, but every time I'm on a microphone or every time I've got a pen in my hand, I take it seriously and I say, I, this is it. You got to say what you need to say and be who you need to be. There's no holding back, and that's well, why I that like the true. punk band. It's like no matter what they're doing, they've played a couple songs, repeats of songs. But every time they play them, they're different, right?
0: That, that's the idea, and that's why I, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. And uh, right, let's to me, that's uh, what the whole thing is about. Yeah. And saying as you feel. I'm, I'm a lazy motherfucker, basically. I'll put that right out front. I take the easy way, and uh, I can, uh, I'm not looking to make uh, a simple task. Bosses who got the most out of me, and they were rare. Both uh, well, Chuck Barris and uh, a guy at that school—a uh, wonderful guy who uh, who had this school for rich kids going wrong because they were hip to the fucking jive, and they didn't give a shit about prep school. And uh, two employers that just let me run. I was looking at and what I was doing, and uh, paid attention. One on duty, and when off duty. I was a fucking handful.
1: Well, th- so like th- with these guys, I know these guys have been off for months, even though they haven't jammed together and shit. You know that you know their instrument has been glued to them in some way, right? Uh oh. I saw a couple confused eyes there. No, I don't believe it at all. No, Johnny's saying yeah. Jeremiah's on his phone. Sam's kind of got his hands crossed and <laughs> going, "I don't know." <sighs> but Mister Bassist over here is like, "I don't know." So he's had his hands full with something else. It must be a woman. Oh, because it's strapped. That's <laughs> why he hasn't had his hands full. He's got a strap for it. I figured it's a woman or something. Um, I we only got a, like a couple minutes left in live hey broadcast. Bass player. Yes, the bass player.
0: Uh, let me let me speak to him and tell you. Our bass player in that band that I had, Saratoga, these young kids who didn't want to be Osmonds and shit, and they used to back Big Joe Turner once a month at the, at the Topanga Corral. Uh, we scored some studio time uh, with a chick who liked him, and, and the guy we got was a guy named Ron Schwartz, and he was really into basic sounds and shit. And he got the bass player, and he says, uh, Listen, Ken. Into this bass on this next tune, he says, Just like you got the the stem of that bass, you got it right up in your chicks, cunt man, and you're laying it in
1: there. (laughs) 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 Hashtag pre COVID, hashtag pre me too. Well, that's r- you know what? You never it, it's the it Derek's like sitting at the microphone going, I don't know what the fuck to uh, say yeah. after that. No, but I <laughs> getting laid. Uh, you guys getting laid is who's who's single and who's not? Raise your hand out of you guys. Okay, Johnny's wait, Thanks. hold on. Sam is single and Johnny's single. Okay, but Jeremiah and Derek got got someone. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Now they have th- a place to live. They have a place to live. <laughs> yeah, you know Yeah, you gotta have somewhere to take the, take the lady back to. Hey, let's go back to my um, um under the steps, right down the street in the Mission District. Hey guys, we're at that point. I want to say thank you very much for um for all these guys being a part of this. Uh, let's give it up collectively for the tortured everybody. Give it up for the tortured. Oh, absolutely. We got bro. Jeremiah Johnson, Sam Gehring, uh, Derek Zender, and of course our fr- friend John. Lowry, Johnny Lowry. Um, all right, and Patrick. Oh, uh, yeah, man. It's good to hear your fucking voice, bro.
2: Yeah.
0: I uh, you know. It's all, it's all we got, and I like it. It's a, it's a nice trip, and we all stay in touch, and I really enjoyed the sounds, guys.
1: So, right on. Patrick enjoyed you guys, so thank you, Tortured. Thanks, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. All right. So, you. again, it's the thetorturedsf.com. Check out everything they got to do they'll be letting you know what's up. They'll be posting some of this. We'll be posting some of this, too. I've got some video and some pictures, and we'll go from there. Um, but to play us out, we're going to do a little bit of your little bro. Oh, i got to say bye to – thank you, Christine. Hi, parents of mine. Um, Brandon, wh- who else do you got to do? You, y- yourself. You're modeling.
3: on Facebook.
1: On your modeling page. And then Kit and Marie, hey, we love you, dear, wherever you are. Um, enjoy this. Stay safe. You guys wash your hands. Wash your, wash your privates make sure you keep everything clean okay especially if you're swiping right that's all i'm saying all right guys uh thank you very much to the tortured thank you patrick for hanging out with us keep standing up everybody um we're gonna go out with a little bit of your little brother and they're gonna jam in the background and whatever time we got we're gonna suck up with the torture with whatever they're doing and then don't go away we've got let's watch a full-length movie on youtube with mike spiegelman and carl And this week, I don't even know what the hell they're doing, but check it out because I always do the countdown. And if you listen and I do the countdown, I think you get a penny for every download. I'm lying. Fuck (laughs) it. Whatever. Listen to Let's Watch a full length Movie on YouTube. But until then, I'm going to leave us with a little bit of your little brother. And I've got two things. This is Don't Pull the Plug on Me by George Carlin. And also, this is when he and Lenny Bruce got busted at the gate of horn. Chicago, all right, you guys. Thank you, Patrick. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Bye, tortured. Take okay cool everybody. All right, here we go, you guys. Nice. Do your thing. <laughs> it's, it's the first time they made a
0: bust right in an audience. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then suddenly, this policeman stood up, and I believe he actually said the words, "Okay, folks, the show is over." Which, of course, is a cliche that policemen use just at a killing, you know, in a bar. When the crowd is getting, they want to break up the crowd. Okay, the show's over, the show's over. He actually said it in context. They began to check people's IDs. They had the people leave the club through the only door, the upstairs only door, uh, one by one, show their ID. Because basically what they wanted to do was to catch someone underage. So they could give the tr- club trouble, um, and they found this girl. Apparently, I guess she was fifteen or something. I forget now. But um, in in checking everyone, uh, Vince and I just kept drinking our beers, and uh, and then all the beer we could get because the upstairs bar was right there. The service bar was in there. Uh, by the you know, I was good and juiced by the time we got to us. And we purposely waited to be almost the last people just to watch all this going on. So when I got to the door, the police was there, ID, you want to see your ID? I said, I don't believe in ID. You know, just a smart-ass Irish guy, a little drunk, who didn't like authority anyway, you know, and didn't really care much for regulations my whole life. So I always give him, heart, give him some shit, you know. So, I don't believe in ID. So, he was a little exasperated by this point. This policeman, I guess he was in plain clothes. And he sort of grabbed me
1: by that. All right, sorry, I got to cut you short, George. Um, I got to go to Let's Watch a Full length movie on YouTube. This is Mike Spiegelman. And, Carl, um, thanks for joining in. We'll see you next time here on The Edge.
4: It was a place that you.
1: Rush right in. Making sacrifice so large While a coward like Donald Trump Was
2: left in charge Why didn't you, didn't you, didn't you, didn't you, didn't you, didn't you, didn't
1: you, didn't you, you Calling the National Guard Cause you're blind and cannot see, not see, not now Ow,
5: A-F-F-L-M-O-Y-T! L-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T! Let's watch a full-length
0: movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman! Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman! You can watch if you want to You can slap Spiegelman's behind L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T On Mutiny Radio Mutiny Mm -hmm. Mutiny It's pronounced Mutiny Mutiny
5: It's it's pronounced Mutiny Mm -hmm. Mm Mutiny My turn-offs are guys who say Mm mutiny.
2: Mutiny
5: Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube With Mike Spiegelman Mike
0: Spiegelman!
2: Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman!
3: Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi Carl! Hey Mike,
5: good to hear your voice. Good to be on L W A F L M O Y yeah.
3: T. It's great to be on L W A F L M O Y T. It's probably the best time to be L W A F L M O Y T. Personally, mm-hmm. I, I the weather's great. You know, I I checked the paper and it says you plan to L W A F L M O Y T today would be the day. Yeah, so.
5: yeah. The weather. Yeah, it is truly really yeah. true.
3: It's so true. So we are going to watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegel and Carl. Carl, what is the movie? Today we're watching The Prisoner of Zenda. The thing is,
5: we Ooh. don't want to get the channel that gives you ads. So audience at home, you have to put in The Prisoner of Zenda, Zen, like Zen Buddhism, okay. D-A, The Prisoner of Z-E-N-D-A, 1979, Adventure. Now you gotta put All in right. the lecture at the end to get to the correct one.
3: Because I do see there's a listing for the legend the prisoner of Zenda nineteen seventy nine and then the word YouTube in the title. So stay not away that from one. That guy. I'm <laughs> stay away from that guy, that guy is brown news. All right, so ladies and gentlemen. We are LWAFLMOYT. You can find us on Twitter LWAFLMOYT. You can find our great YouTube channel LWAFLMOYT. We're on Facebook as Let's Watch a full Movie. On YouTube, we stream first every Sunday at two p.m. on Mutiny Radio FM. We only have one product placement today, and that is please donate to the theater uh, to the space at Venmo with at Mutiny Radio is our uh, uh, Venmo account. We are going to watch this movie and. Uh, we also recommend. Why don't you subscribe to our podcast, LWFLMOYT? Why do you think I'm saying LWFLMOYT? Because I just want you to subscribe. God damn it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, very excited uh, to have in person, not. Oh, but property, wait, Mike. I must let robot. the audience yes, know. Yes, sir.
5: I'm, I must let the audience know the channel we like is called Universal Galaxy Pictures. Okay, it must be that oh, one. Oh yes. So the Prisoner that of Zenda. This is very controversial. 19- The Prisoner of Zenda 1979 Adventure, and then choose Universal Galaxy Pictures. Slide that buff. uh,
3: Hit pause.
5: Yeah. Zero, zero, zero is where you want to be.
3: Okay. Yeah. Move that slider back. And I'm going to subscribe to Universal Galaxy Pictures. And Carl, I'll be honest with you, they have a really good lineup. I'm going to probably pick a movie from there again. So uh, we are going to do this countdown, not us. We're very excited to have here in the studio our very special guest. He is the countdown king, the maestro of the descending numerals, Mr. Sunday Afternoon, Carl man crush. Great to have him here. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to Brumbaugh. <laughs> One other thing, a final thing, Paul Brumbaugh. Hi, Paul.
1: Hey, guys. How's it going, Mike? How's it going, Carl?
3: going bueno. right, I added a couple more things to your introduction. Did you notice? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I like it.
3: Well, very cool. Absolutely. We are ready for you to kick off this countdown.
1: Alright, I'm really excited. It's a Peter Sellers movie. Love Peter Sellers. Alright guys, here we go. You know the you know the drill. Do it at home. Uh wash your hands let's put your finger your over hands. that little triangle. Let's keep it hovering and let's do this thing in three.
3: Two, one, go. We are Isn't greeted by the music of Henry
5: Mancini. Song?
3: Right off the bat, I want to hear the Universal theme song. I'm sorry, this is a Universal movie. <laughs> 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 da, da, da. Oh, shit, giant letters are covering the earth. Da, 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 da. But covering the earth in this movie is a hot air balloon. By the way, we hope you're watching this movie with us at the same time as listening to this podcast. There's no there's no reason not to do the other thing. Eh? Peter Sellers and Peter Sellers get top billing. You're right. You think uh, Peter Sellers? Do you think Peter Sellers' ego was hurt when Peter Sellers got the top listing? <laughs> yeah, really. He be at, Peter Sellers?
5: And that yeah. is Peter Sellers' In the Balloon. Uh, he is playing the part of King Rudolph Fourth.
3: IV. Ooh. I've never seen a Prisoner of Zenda movie.
5: Oh, really? There are many of them.
3: Yeah. I know this one.
5: But this one is the only yeah, his, one that's uh, a comedy.
3: Well, by this point. I mean, this movie came out in 1979, 1980. I don't think people were like, oh, I hope they remake Prisoner prisoners Zenda. Yeah. That was 1932's greatest film.
5: You see how it's that 1970s style of writing the text, the font? It's like the, um, yeah. the paper chase or <laughs> what was that magazine?
3: Oh, uh... Playboy in the 70s. High five. <laughs> Hustler. Uh, oh, uh, the, is it the New Yorker? Uh, yeah. the, the,
5: the Saturday Yorker. Evening Post, I think. It had that font. It oh, yes. It
3: was 70s. Yeah, like like Collier's.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, doesn't do anything. But it, it's a pretty view. It's a nice castle.
5: Now, it's his 90th, 90th birthday, birthday and he wants to see all of his ca- kingdom – from a hot air balloon. And so that's what we're up to. And that is Peter Sellers.
3: Yes. He was probably such a prick. That they were like, just go in a balloon for the rest of this movie.
5: Actually, there's all uh, sorts Paul of mentioned... stories about what a prick he was on set, especially fighting with his wife.
3: Yeah, because Paul mentioned it's Elkie Summers, right? Mm-hmm. They were still married. She Did you ever was see the, the official HGO... um,
5: widow. The last wife.
3: Oh, right, because he had another wife, too, He and then cheated with uh, Elkie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know this. I saw the HBO, made for HBO movie, The Life and Death of Peter Sellers with Jeffrey Rush.
5: Great film.
3: Yeah, it's not bad. It's a little inside baseball, but he is a prick. I mean, he's an interesting guy in that respect. Yes. Down he goes. So he was popping a uh, champagne cork to
5: celebrate, and, yeah, yeah, he popped a hole in his balloon. Uh, Classic.
3: Hey, did we ever do this movie? Because I do remember the beginning of this film.
5: Maybe you saw it. I saw it when I was a kid.
3: I remember as a kid it was like... Why would he be dressed as Ming the Merciless in 1979? It just (laughs) did not make any sense. It's such an anachronism. Because he made Being There in 1980, that was like, and this movie came out actually posthumously, right? Wasn't he dead when it came out? out? This was made, started,
5: they started to make it like it was announced in 76. They didn't get there until 79. It came out just before Being There now this is okay. pretty yeah, funny so so, it was
1: out before he died
5: yes it was made before yeah. he died yes <laughs>
1: but i didn't even release because wasn't being there yeah. released
3: after he died
5: i think yes right mike
3: I, you know i know he passed away like either before the it was released or like shortly thereafter but because he did promotion i i've seen uh the criterion collection of uh being there has TV footage of him being interviewed and it's really interesting
5: now so this is I think is he went to died shortly thereafter okay so you saw that the balloon broke and he fell into the well right and his son makes right. the joke my father was not a well man and they all go oh
3: yeah that joke is well trodden you're right so did you hear about the three holes in the ground No? Well, well, well. Well, well, well.
5: (laughs) Okay, so, this is the son of the king, but it is not the son who will become the king, okay? The son who will become the king is um, Rudolph V, and he's a bit of a 'er ne'er-to-do-well, okay? He likes to gamble, he doesn't care about affairs of state, he's a cad. He has a funny lisp and.
3: Oh, so st- he's, he's a never too well.
5: Yes. And he is not um, appropriate to be heir to the throne, in his brother's opinion. So his brother has now sent this guy off to kill him.
3: Interesting. What a prick.
5: So he's pretending to be a cabbie okay, and waiting for the king. Now, I'll have to play some audio <laughs> because his lisp is a, like a big comedic point of this film.
3: Okay. Okay. It lists the movie. Here he is at the roulette table. By the way, his uh, accent is listed in the top ten movie lists. What's that? If you ever check the records... His his dialect his cadence hit as considered one of the top ten movie made the top ten movie list.
5: It's well done. He Peter Sellers well acts this whole film, and the key the King of Spain had a lisp, and that's how that accent came about in Spain the one where where s's are like a lisp. It was an affect that oh, wow. everyone adopted.
3: The English... Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, King
2: of
3: now, did you hear his lisp? King Wudolf. Yeah. He loves playing other nationalities and ethnic groups.
5: Yeah. And that was part of the theme yeah. of being there, was that the guy would just... Uh, chameleon adapt himself to any part, uh, you know, any uh, whoever was around him. And Peter Sellers likened that to his life. He he felt like he didn't know who he was, but when you gave him a character, he snapped into it.
3: Well, he was literally raised by television, Chomsked Gardner. Like he uh-huh. would sit in front of it and watch it, and that was his world. He never left the, the house or the backyard. So that when he no talked tool. to people, he just behaved the way he learned. Right. So, you know, he he's polite because people are polite on TV. You know, it's it's just kind of, that's what he's mimicking. hmm Did he break the bank?
5: No, he just, he always bets on Red 16, and when he didn't bet, it hit. And he goes, oh, dwat.
3: Uh...
5: Now she got you know, I like to do small
3: talk about meet, roulette.
5: He got slipped a note that says, meet me at the Café Royale. It's like a of an affair he's going to have uh, with the Countess. Mm. <clears> throat>
2: yeah,
3: throat> it actually said, develop a headache
0: and meet me at. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs>
5: develop a headache.
3: You know, for small talk, I like to talk about roulette just to get the ball rolling
5: understood but that conversation just goes round and round and round now yeah our would-be assassin has now been distracted by a lady of the night so he will miss his opportunity
3: what do you mean lady of the night well
5: it's night she's
3: a lady Oh yeah, a bit a technically, all of them. Is well, your we Uber carriage? Oh no! Follow that cab. Is the taxi cab driver James Mason? Man, no! Good call. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like James Mason in disguise. That horse had a, a a speaking role, but they cut it.
5: Yeah, he, he was, was a little he horse that horse. Yeah. Now, here we are at the, um, the Café Royale, and he's going to begin his affair. It's an ongoing – he's trying to nail this broad, let's say. And the Count yeah. will show up. Now, the Count is the best actor in this film, even better than Sellers.
3: Great. Is it uh, Peter Cook?
5: No, uh, oh, no it's not really. Peter Cook.
3: I was thinking of Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. I was thinking of Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Did you ever, did you ever listen to the Goon show, the radio show he did with Spike Milligan?
5: That was how he got his start. I never listened.
3: You know, they used to, I used to get the records, the vinyl at the Montclair Public Library, because there would be, okay. like, tons of collections of it. And a lot of it is just kind of goes right through you, but... There's certain there's certain parts that are really funny, like it really clicks. Like so look, it's funny. Like, you know, it's just crazy voices and stuff. Wow. Flight
2: flickrant and then in, in the back. <laughs> you remember you? <laughs> how can I help being reckless when I'm driven to insanity by your maddening duties? <laughs> <laughs> Like
5: off screen, Peter Sellers was a terror to everybody. You'd never know it from watching the film. He's great.
3: Right. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Counts as his fall for him.
5: Now we are meeting Sid Freewin. And Sid is a cab driver, too. So he goes to the would-be assassin with his cockney accent. And he's like, hey, mate, this is my beat it is. You gotta push off. (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, this is like at the airport, they get savage.
5: Uh,
3: oh, yeah. He sounds so cockney. I
5: mean, Roger Daltrey laughs at him.
3: <laughs> Robert Daltrey says, What? I'm sorry? Come again?
5: Yeah, right. You're a shepherd's bush dancer, you is. Excuse me?
3: Just fucking at the table. They
5: are. I was going to say, does that look like he's trying to get in into... such <laughs> That's right. Look wrong. Now, here he comes, the I Count. Now, this actor's name oh, no. is Gregory Sierra, and you might know him as the neighbor on Sanford and Son.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Holy shit, I knew it right. Yep. It right and
5: Barney Miller.
2: Now Ramon.
5: He confront-
2: Ramon. Yeah.
5: I'll play a little audio when he confronts uh the king because he's so. Okay.
3: So he's yeah, the best part
2: of this movie,
1: buddy Ramon.
3: Ah. <laughs> or, Julio or whatever.
1: King of
5: no king tonight. You die like a dog. He's the best actor this whole film, man. Yeah. So now the king will play his card. Like I know you're a gentleman. Uh, you know, would you please at least, ex- you know, give me the courtesy of a duel?
0: Of a duel,
2: sir. Oh.
3: Very well, sire. <laughs> I am. you can count on me. I gotta warn you. You're gonna be down for the count. Ba boom!
5: Very good, Michael.
3: Hey, you know, when these... the actor, I know the, 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 path path the actor
5: is. Now the king takes advantage and BAM!
3: Sacrifice him.
5: Yup. Now, one time we were watching Mr. Billions and I missed your joke, liar, liar, pants on fire, so please make sure you do it again.
3: Okay, well, it's the element of surprise, so uh, I will do. I will riff it spontaneously when, if it shall occur. Ugh. Get ready. Can huh. liar, liar, pants I It's not his pants.
5: Yeah, you're right. It's. Did not... I ever tell you?
3: I burned myself. You know, I worked as a banquet waiter when I was young, and uh, I used to do these. I would wear tuxedos, and I would work at the station with like a well, open flame, and. Yeah. I looked down, and my tuxedo lapels were on fire. Yeah. And I said, oh, and I just patted it off with my gloves. I also burned a hole in a, a jacket of, some, of one of the guests, so we, the company had to pay for it.
5: Okay, now this is very funny. He needs to put out the fire. But the thing is, is he's a distinguished gentleman, so when he gets up, See, he plays it off like, oh, I meant to do that kind of thing. (laughs) Yes, he's smiling and walking off.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's the way you own the moment.
5: Okay, now, they, these two, are very concerned about the king because he is just a playboy. And so they conked him on the head to get him out of there.
3: Wait a minute. Is, this, is that Peter Sellers again? What's that? That's the driver? Peter the Sellers driver? is
5: the driver, and Peter Sellers is also wearing okay. a crown, and he goes, Is that the man in the iron mask?
3: Ha, 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 ha. Ooh.
5: Now, the that's, general that's what they is call noticing him. the resemblance right now.
3: Uh-huh. What a coincidence.
5: It's a coincidence that will get explained.
3: Yeah, but I mean, it, it doesn't need to be explained. It's such an old. Isn't it the Prince and the Pulper. It like is the old uh, Mark Twain. St- yeah, and then every variation, like season three of any sitcom, has a bit where, like you know, Kevin James bumps into Kevin James, and they switch it for a day or something.
5: So now. Um, Fritz and the general are making an offer uh, to to Sid to Sid Freewin saying we want you to come to our country and be a driver there. And he's like, I got ask why me?" He says that the drivers in their country are very poor and they could use someone who's a good driver for their the royal uh, for the royal Family.
3: Oh, so this guy, the driver doesn't realize they're setting him up to be a patsy. Right. To be, uh the fake.
5: Now, this is I a very this huh. is a very funny scene, because he's he's wondering what he's going to do about Sylvia.
0: My dear chap, bring her with you. Nah, that works. sir. No, she's past it. Her lungs
2: are gone. She's deaf as a post. Of course, I know what you'll say. You'll yeah. say I have a shot, but I couldn't do it. The English shoot that woman.
3: He's talking about oh, his
5: there, there was a funny joke here. The, Fritz thought he was talking about his wife, Sylvia, but he was talking about his horse. So he's like, of course, you'll say, uh, have a shot. Because they sh- the English shoot their women.
3: So wait a minute. Yeah. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad it was about the horses and not women. And then they shoot the women.
5: Now he's saying goodbye to Sylvia. Get
0: up, did you? <laughs> I made sure you're going to be
3: all right. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't, date Sylvia. She's a, whore. a horse. A horse. A mm. horse. Oh, Wilbur.
5: So they made arrangements so that Sylvia would go to uh, the embassy of their country and uh, would become an embassy horse and treated well. And he goes, and you'll have diplomatic immunity. You could take a piss anywhere you'd like.
3: Yeah. So, how? What was the horse's opinion working with Pierce Sellers? Do they have stories? I
5: mean... Hollywood Horses That Drink has has an interesting bit about it. Okay, so now the king (laughs) is learning about the double and saying that it's remarkably uncanny and they're telling the king incorrectly that his brother is out to kill him, so therefore they'll arrange safe passage for him and the body double will stand in as the king going home.
3: Interesting. So, huh? So uh, we're not. So I, 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 don't really care anymore. I'm really interested in the king. I don't care about this driver. Okay. I paid money to see the king. goddamn it. All right. I didn't pay money to see Peter Sellers play a driver. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy mix up. And then he makes the. Does he make the country better? Because this is like Dave. What a rip off. Okay, so
5: Barney Miller, dude, sees the fake king, thinks he's the real king, and there's a funny joke here. He's like saying how he's going to kill him, but then he spits in his eye by mistake and he acts like a gentleman. Oh, begging your pardon.
3: Right after threatening his life.
5: He's the best actor. How
3: weird this movie got made. Yeah, oh yeah, it was great with Barney Miller. No, in this. And uh, I'm so pr- proud this movie is part of the Vault Universal series. If there's only some way this this posting can remind me.
5: So we did the traditional slap a glove in your face. Here, I'll play the audio right, for glove the joke.
3: Prelude to a duel.
5: that was the joke i don't know if you caught it
3: <laughs> i guess i didn't catch it
5: well peter sellers caught it in the eye and he goes pardon, pardon. okay so here is the train that's carrying the king and when it arrives, everyone's going to be like, "Holy shit, it's the king!" But the thing is, he acts like like a person falls over, and he tries to help him. This is the royal guard going to ex- escort him. You see this guy overburdened nice. by his backpack?
3: Yeah, that's Borat. <laughs> Are
5: they
3: in Borat's country?
5: Oh, yeah, Borat's Country. They're in a fake country called Rudadania or something. I I, I sort of didn't catch it, even though I watched this film three times. And once as a
3: boy... Oh, yeah? Does it get better?
5: Does the film get better?
3: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Mike, you don't think this is... It doesn't really change, right? Isn't this the one where... Oh, you know what movie I really want to see by him? is the one where he plays like a Ming the Merciless guy. That's the movie... That was the one that was released after his death. Well, are you
5: talking about the fiendish plot of Fu Manchu? Yeah. Okay, so what's funny is the director here, Richard Quine, also directed the fiendish plot of Fu Manchu. But the thing is, Peter Sellers fought horribly with Richard Quine on this film. So it's just strange that they'd work together again, but they did.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, on a professional level, maybe. I also think the guy's such a bastard. He doesn't really have anything else. So. I mean, he had Al Ashby direct uh, uh, being there. And uh, that was pretty good. According to YouTube, the Phoenix plot of Dr. Fu Manchu is now available on DVD, according to Warner Brothers. Uh-huh. So we don't have a full copy on, online.
5: Now, I guess that that was – Okay, Peter Sellers' final film was *The Fiendish Plot of Fu Manchu*, but the internet tells me that this was Quine's final film before he died in '89. So I don't, I don't get the order. Also, he was Quine was uncredited. He only directed part of *The Fiendish Plot of Fu Manchu*. It's it's weird. It's sorted.
3: Yeah. Oh, so I thought we were going to be watching the famous part of Doctor Fu Manchu. I thought Doctor Fu Manchu appears in this movie, even though it's called The Prisoner of Zenda.
5: Oh no, no, that I don't think sure. that doesn't happen. Well. So now the king has been safely taken back from London to his kingdom. And, like, he hasn't been yeah. there in years. And he's saying, This wretched so creature. Is the,
3: this is the real king, right? This is what I yeah. he's the guy I paid money to see. All right, good.
5: <laughs> the guy you paid money to Hello.
3: see. Hello. <laughs> Actually, I paid to see uh, Inspector Clouseau, and I think I got my money's worth. Look at that outfit.
5: It's close.
2: Yeah. Okay,
5: ambush. Ambush.
3: We're going to ambush you guys. Act surprise.
5: Now the leader said, take him alive. They need to take him as a prisoner.
3: But they're taking the the fake guy, the driver. Right. Oh, that all works out at the end. That'd be cool to play on a horse.
5: Those ridiculous poofy hats, man. So silly.
3: You know, some weapons have, like, a little, like, talus, like a tassel like that, and it's because when you stick the blade in, you twist it, and then you pull it out, and the tassel will, like, corrugate your guts and splatter oh. blood out. So maybe they maybe they headbutt people and, and engorge them and then spray out their intestines with their hats. Nah, just silly.
5: You're always thinking, Mike.
3: Yeah, well, I want to look cool. There's a reason for my cool tassel on my head. Not that I'm a dork.
5: I think that tassel's a hassle.
3: Ugh. And when I left for the castle.
5: (laughs) Very good.
3: Well, I'm trying to catch up.
5: Okay, so, Fritz says, we're without a driver, and and uh sid says not when well, i'm around governor i'm the best driver in the now look how
3: isn't that Chekhov's rule what yeah Chekhov's rule is that you have a driver in the first act and then you have a driverless carriage in the third
2: oh
5: look what a good job
3: okay, he does so
5: fend- fending them off see yeah so now the king's guard ride up and they say to Sid, good show, your majesty. And and Sid is like, your majesty? What are they talking about?
3: Oh, he doesn't know. I think his, his driving is good, but I I don't want him to get carried away.
5: Car- you know, carriage being away? Modest. Car-
3: yeah, carriage away. Oh, no, we're going to go right into the mat background.
5: What a painting, right?
3: Yeah. Did they shoot this? Where did they, I mean, was this like, let's find us a nice castle and you shoot around it?
5: This was shot in Austria. Um, and this is the mm. Sch- uh, Schoenbrunn Palace in Vienna. The country's called Ruotania. Um, they also f- filmed in like St. Martin's Church in Klosterneuburg salzburg cathedral basically it's all austria
3: oh cool well that's great probably doesn't look like a pet
5: flunkies also just called him majesty
3: i don't understand i'm just a driver from england this guy he looks like Sid Haig.
5: Well, this guy was the father in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
3: Huh. He was the car's father? Chitty he Chitty was Bang was Bang had a father? He was Dyke's father. Oh. No, oh, the adventure's father.
5: He was prematurely bald, you see. And
2: mm-hmm.
3: what's
5: funny is that. Um, where is it here? I just want to tell you. Well, I'll just well, say it. Double. He was younger. Here it is. He was actually six months younger than Dick Van Dyke. Because of his baldness, he looks older. Now he's beating the car for the first time.
3: Ah, you're me. So how are they going to do this? 180 degree shot to the next I, person? Are they going to be both on the same screen?
5: They pull it off very well, see?
3: There we go. Look at that. Yeah, this is all practical. <clears> the <throat> Nowadays, like I don't even think when they have like a double when someone right. on an actor page like like Ian McGregor and the Fargo TV show, what have you? James Franco and the Deuce, it's like whatever. Of course, yeah. they're twins. You guys see CD in the face. There would always be the line. You know what I'm talking about when they have like it's both on screen and they're two different film stocks? So well, you can see yes, in the I know exactly what
5: you're it. talking about, but this film does it very well.
3: <laughs> but it would be of the air where that was the way to do it. Yes.
5: There they are, both sitting. But then you get like,
3: whoa. There's the other one, like, yes, I see. I understand.
5: Now we get an explanation. The king is talking about his dead father, saying that he was a great man, and he was also a bit of a playboy, and he really loved English actresses. Uh, He spent a lot of time in London, and then Sid says, my mother was an actress. But nobody puts two and two together, but the audience gets it. Right. This is an illegitimate son.
3: Huh. Now what's going on now? uh... Now we have more
5: treachery. Of course, they're there to kill the king again. They don't know there's two kings.
3: Yeah, you know, Carl, I should should mess up. I know what's going to happen, but I can't tell you because before the show, I signed a ZNDA form.
5: Uh-huh. Well, I never signed an NDA, so I'll let you know Peter Sellers dies in the end. Which one? Right. I'm going to leave you
3: guessing. Well, that was my joke. I signed a a ZNDA form, so I can't tell you zenda
5: oh not an nda a z e nda very clever mike
3: yeah too clever <laughs> apparently yeah way too went over my head yeah <laughs> <laughs> now who is Zenda? Zenda Is the town or like the uh a villain or
5: zenda is like a castle where the the brother the ex-prince who's not going to become king uh, has a stronghold and that's where uh, the king will be imprisoned. Now they say Fritz go and get more wine because you know where's the servant now Fritz Fritz accidentally thinks ah he must be drunk
3: <laughs> <laughs> And wine is spilling out of the back of his head <laughs>
5: Red wine
3: <laughs> Red red wine. Look, the red wine touched my fingers, and I can't wash it off.
5: Out, damn spot.
3: That was uh, Shakespeare wrote that when he was in the kennel, I right heard.
5: So now he reports that the servants laying down there drunk, and General's like, That doesn't sound right! He doesn't drink!
3: Oh, right. These guys are idiots. I didn't realize there was a dead body. I didn't.
5: I didn't. It's funny how everyone have... has an English accent, uh, even though it's uh Ruetania, you know, like do they speak English there? I guess yes. <laughs> he's looking at the butts
3: yeah Randy
5: so he's by the way dist- that, yeah well he's distracted by the butts so they say let's just slip off they don't notice that it's a lookalike because his face is covered see
3: right and that's good because then you could get a real actor in that scene you don't have to make two Peter Sellers bingo When they're both in the same shot, like, they're like, hmm, I'm going to drink from this oversized m M&M and coffee mug. Dwight, <laughs> He is out.
5: He is now going to become a prisoner.
3: Uh... Zenda! Um, Zander. <laughs> I've seen the Legend of Zelda. Zenda.
5: It's actually a bit of an insult against Buddhists saying Zenda.
3: Yeah, well, that's Peter Sellers for right? What you What do you right.
5: Asian stereotypes.
3: He hates them. Yeah, I guess the part of it is that with Fu Manchu, I think he had multiple roles. I don't think he just played the Doctor Fu Manchu.
5: That was that's the probably another of his, right?
3: Yeah, he showed up in a lot of movies. Doctor
5: Strange Love. Like,
3: you can see it. Well, that's a big one. Yeah, he played the president. He played Doctor Strange. The particular character of Doctor Strange Love. Played, him, he uh, played the, the, British,
5: the. Yeah, the British. Uh, uh, it wasn't a general. Uh.
3: Yeah, I think it was a general.
5: Maybe you're right, yeah.
3: Yeah. They all I think it was general funny name. You ever notice in Doctor Strange everyone has like yeah. other size wacky names? Yeah. Yeah.
5: So now they know the king is gone. And, the once more. and they're yeah. saying, Now that the king is gone, you need to sit in for the coronation. And it just he's like, No, no, no.
2: Uh,
3: Uh, Who is he? Is he the driver or the king? I can't can't place it.
5: He is the driver. They've taken the true king. Uh, Now, here's the ex-prince, very happy, very happy that he has a prisoner of Zenda, and he won't show up for the coronation. And when he doesn't, they'll say, listen, you've got to be king now. And he'll humbly accept.
3: You know, uh, uh yeah, well, well, you seem happy. Usually you're bitter that you're not king, but now that you've abducted him, you seem finally at ease. <laughs> I feel empty inside. Now, we're
5: going to have the funniest joke of the movie. So when it oh, yeah? comes, I'll have to hush you to hear it. Okay.
3: It's not quite All long. right, well. These sets, man. Yeah, right? I mean, right. even like Dark Shadows, the TV show, had better sets. I've been, well, six I've been Austria- Austria- in the 6th It's a history.
5: legit castle in Austria.
3: Weird. Yeah, it seems like a... Uh... Oh, the old Iron Maiden.
5: Yeah.
3: Excuse me, chest pains.
5: The joke here is I the jailer. On the okay, here comes the joke. Okay. It's just having back and forth. Ha ha, I will be the king. The people will never accept you. People will never give
0: it to you. What do you know about the people? I know that the people. When you chose, chose to
5: play the fool one. Now, now we're getting a legit argument that he's uh no good. Okay, here it comes. Okay. Here it comes. Michael, why do you hate me though? Because you are conceited, arrogant, spineless, selfish, shallow, petty, pompous, and pitiful. But apart from that, did you think it was funny?
3: Uh I thought he was going to say, hey, I'm not short. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know that like, version? Or, yeah. You take the least insulting
5: uh... thing and get offended by it.
3: Yeah. That was a Steve right. Allen Or if you say, "Oh, really, Steve Allen?"
5: Back in Steve hey, yeah, yeah. show, he used to do that. You lazy, rotten, blah blah. You know, the guy would go, "Lazy."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: okay, but well, as no, I was old, there. Like it's... I, I, the yeah. only scene I remembered was the balloon in the beginning, and then that part. Why do you hate me so? Because you're arrogant. Selfish, reckless, he goes, apart from all that.
3: <laughs>
5: I thought it was the funniest You line
3: remembered ever. that joke?
5: Yeah, yeah. You when I was with watching it. this for the first time, I remembered the balloon. And then later, when it did that scene, I was like, oh, right.
3: Right. I remember that. So that's funny. Because I do remember the, the opening scene and that it was Peter Sellers.
5: Yeah. Now this is Antoinette. Oh, She's a former Bond girl. She worked with Peter Sellers on two films. She was in Doctor Who, um, but she—what I like her from is Space nineteen ninety nine. When I was a kid.
3: Interesting. Oh, so this is an Elky Summer.
5: This one is not Elkie Summer. No, um, Elkie Summer is the Countess. That uh, the best actor, you know, the wife of the best actor of this film.
3: Yes. Barney Miller's wife. Right. Lamont's Lamont's friend's wife. Lamont's Lamont's friend's wife. wife. Yeah. Hey, there's Marlon Brando. He looks pretty good for the back then.
5: No, that's a guy... um, That's a guy named uh, John Laurie, and he was, like, big on English television. I didn't research him because I never heard of any of those shows. So right now he goes, I have a sound mind, thanks to the grace of God. And he goes, knock wood. And then he knocks, and he goes, come in.
3: Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. This is me at the DMV. Did they call 20 yet? No? All right. Yeah. They're, they're already for jury duty. Don't call my group. Send my group home. Uh, group 217, you could stay, and group 18 leaves. Damn it. Ooh, I love a parade.
5: Yeah, especially a coronation.
3: Oh, this is a coronation, and that's the coronation street, if I remember my British uh, soap operas.
5: So he, um, he told the Archbishop that he had a case of laryngitis.
3: Yeah. Oh, so he's not going to speak.
5: Right, but he'll be very nervous about it.
3: Uh, oh, right, well, you know, the King's Speech is, uh, a movie. The King's Speech is a movie. Yeah. I don't know why I said that, but it's true.
5: Well, that guy had a lisp. Yeah, he, no, he had a
3: stutter. He had a stutter, and he overcame it because uh, England was in war.
5: Who was his teacher? Wasn't it the guy who played Peter Sellers in that HBO film?
3: Yes, yeah, Rush, yeah. Or uh, did you ever see... Mystery Men from, like, 1998, where he was, like, Baron von Frankenstein.
5: No. Do you recommend it?
3: Yeah, I do. Mystery Men. Uh, it's good. Mystery Men. It's, what year You know, again? it's based on a graphic note. I would say, like, seven, 98, 99, or, like, 96.
2: Okay. definitely
3: a very uh, 90s feel. It's Ben Stiller, Janine Garofalo, Hank Azaria, and uh, – Kell, from Kenan and Kel, and they are just the worst superheroes ever in this town. And uh, Superman basically gets killed in the first ten minutes, and they have to pick up the slack. Mm. So it, you know, it's practically a genre now of making fun of uh, superheroes. But was Pee Wee Herman in good. it? Yeah, he was. Okay, he I saw it. It was very flirt. good. Yeah. And you know who's in it also? It's director Michael Bay the Transformer movies, he's one of the fat boys. You know how there's gangs and there's like a fat boy gang? He's one of them. I heard a rumor that the, the director, I think that was his only movie. He was kind of like a commercial director. Uh-huh. And the, it was produced by Tim Burton, and there was a big rumor that Tim Burton actually directed the movie. Oh. And that the director of Mystery Men was a, a alias. But it's not true. I mean,
5: So now the Peter, okay, so the brother sees the king and he's like, what the fuck? He's in a prison in Zenda. What the hell? Right. Now he's doing the, he isn't playing up his laryngitis. He's just not answering. The guy's like, crown him. And now we have the worst joke of the film.
3: Ugh. The crowning achievement.
5: Well, he's going to drop his ball. Uh huh. They're saying. I'm laughing already. So they say God save the king, but not the best actor. He's going.
3: Oh, was he sitting next to? Was he standing next to Elke in there? Was Elke here at the coronation? Yes. So yeah, and that Jeffrey Rush movie, he's like screaming at Elke. Elke's holding his, their daughter on the set of the of the Bobo, and he's just like yelling at her.
5: Now this is Lynn Frederick. She is the widow of Peter Sellers.
3: A widow, like so he was. She was the first wife for.
5: Well, no. If you're the first wife, you're not married anymore, and you're not a widow. She was Uh, the last
3: wife. Right. Gotcha. Right, because Elke and him, that was a pretty crazy relationship, and that that dissolved. Yeah, it did.
5: Now, he won't get in line to, like, greet the king. He's like, huh! This guy,
3: (laughs) man. I'm surprised he even like is there. I mean, he, the guy macked on his wife.
5: Well, he's a count, and he's basically okay. Here comes the worst joke ever. Ready?
3: All right. Worst ready. Joke oh of the no! I see it. I I see it. No, I see it. I see it. I know what's gonna happen. He's gonna bowl, right? He's gonna get a strike. Hey! <laughs> I am great. I, I called think you Mr. Might have seen this I film. predicted it. No, I predicted it. I saw it go down Coronation Street. parading oh. down Coronation Street.
5: Well, you are a sensei, sir.
3: Well, thank you. Now, at one point, does he, uh, Peter Sellers dresses up as his sister and goes on a date with Al Pacino?
5: That was an interesting film. I hated that film and loved it at the same time, Jack and Jill.
3: Jack and Jill? Yeah, well, didn't you hate the... Fake commercial that was actual commercial at the end of the yes. movie. Yes.
5: Now this is it Eric, like, and his name is Grand Stark, and he was in all the Pink Panther movies.
3: Right. Yeah. Delivery? Yes, sir. Delivery. Huh. Wasn't I he was in uh, also, like a Mel Brooks movie or two?
5: He? Uh, I don't think so.
3: Yeah.
5: Uh, no, but. I mean, he played, he was a regular supporting character on TV with Peter Sellers in the show called Fred and Son of Fred, and Benny Hill was on that show. Oh, right. He has the best line of the Pink Panther. He's that one, like, does your dog bite? No. He gets bit. That is not my dog.
3: Yeah, that's great. I love that. That's probably the only joke that holds up in the Pink Panther.
5: What's weird is he was in seven Pink Panther movies and, you know, Peter Sellers was only in six.
3: Oh, right. Oh, well, yeah. Like, I've always talked about the last the last few Pink Panther movies without Peter Sellers. They used old outtakes and they probably hired that guy to come in and do, like, intersexual sketches in between the footage. Yes. I I. Why, Spectre Clouseau? Well, I remember him back when I was at the Avery. Right. Just down by the Conservatory of Flowers. When suddenly, ooh, it,
5: So that was 1982, the, the Trail of the Pink Panther. It used the outtakes and yeah. previously released footage of late sellers.
3: But then that was the, the search you said, and then there was the trail. The tra- where, uh, Pink Panther was, was the one you're talking
5: about with the, the, um, the outtakes and such, and I think the trail didn't yeah. have. I mean, um, I don't know. There were so many, and they shouldn't have continued that series, but they did.
3: Well, I, you know, again, like it all kind of blurs. It was one where there was a, a bumbling American detective, and they used footage yeah. of outtakes. And then there was one where I think Herbert Loom, his twitching uh, police chief, uh, is trying to escape Clouseau, but thanks to the miracle of outtakes, he keeps bumping into him or remembering him.
2: Thank you, outtakes. And
3: then there was a sudden. Yeah, that must have been a lot of outtakes. Like Edwards, a lot of coverage. What a gentleman. He, his eyes never wavered. Now, here he is again with his true wife.
5: Listen, she was hated, by the way. She's hated? Yeah, this is her final film, and she was hated. Um, Okay. um, Where is it? Like, for instance, we were talking about that Peter Sellers film made for HBO. They wrote her out of the thing.
3: Yeah, because I don't remember her. He was like a a solitary man in his, uh, like, Icelandic cabin or whatever, Switzerland cabin.
5: Now, in that book, it was based— The Life and Death of Peter Sellers was a 2004 book, and the author, Roger Lewis, claimed that there is yet— he is yet to find—he did a lot of interviews— He's yet to find a single person yes. to say a good thing about Lynn. Well, She is well, an avaricious, yeah. cunning man-eater, and in 1995, yeah. a year after her death, she was excluded from the 67th Academy Awards in memor- memorandum, even though she won two Oscars. Well, she,
2: no, she
3: was nominated. Cool. You know, honestly, they skip, like, actors all the time. I'm so pissed off that Brad Renfro did not get into the in memoriam. So, you know, it could have been the – it might have not been bitterness. It might have just been incompetence. Well – like, I'm going to have to research more about her.
5: She was a perfect match for Peter Sellers because she loved to argue. Uh, she was yeah. hated. Um, check this out. April twenty seventh, 1994, she was in her th- she was 39 years old she died she was found dead in her west los angeles home and a post modem mortem failed to determine yes. the cause of her death how was that possible
3: so she was 30 something when she passed away uh in 96 uh 39 in
5: 1994
3: Okay, so this movie is seventy. They must have shot in seventy-seven, seventy-eight. Yeah, but she's young. She doesn't. She doesn't come across as like young, young. No. Like, well, okay. maybe she does. Yeah, I guess. It, I was gonna say the stuffy clothes, but she does kind of the youthful and elegance. I'm in love with this woman. I don't know what. Why you naysayers? How dare you? Now I'm she gonna didn't go, take
5: this role. She felt it was too minor for her. And she was fighting with her it husband is. and the therapist said they should not work together and that's when she said, Well then I will.
3: <laughs> oh oh yeah. Well I know those arguments. And Elkie's in it too, is his his other wife.
5: Listen, check this out. She was campaigning for other roles such as Maggie Cleary in The Thornbirds, Cosette in Les Miserables, and Annie Sullivan in The Miracle Worker, and none of the people wanted to work with her. She was rejected.
3: <laughs> Even Helen Keller's like, no way. <laughs> uh-uh. Zip. What was the other role? So she's going to be Helen Keller's tutor. No, thank you. Mother Teresa, got a pass. <laughs> yeah. Adam Curie. Ooh.
5: So, she was a fashion model. Um, You know, she she had a 10-year career, essentially. She was in 30 film appearances and television appearances. Peter Sellers died, and then she did. Wow. Well, she lived 14 years after, but still. Okay, so now the brothers come up and go, you're not the king. He wants to have a fight with them.
3: Yeah, I am. I the
2: family no,
3: family. you're not. I have a real king in my basement. Right. I can't tell you how many times I've had that conversation. Really? You can't be I, king of the country. How, how do you say that? I have you in my basement.
5: That old saw.
2: Majesty, please. I must
3: Majesty. Oh. We know how the driver got the job. He he went up to the royals and said, king me.
5: Bingo! Okay, so here's more treachery. They're rigging the elevator so he'll die. Now, we missed a point of the plot. Uh, The princess Flavia, uh, his wife, was saying, remember the time we did this? And remember when we were children and do that? And the, the, you know, Sid was going, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And he goes, well, I know you're not the king because we've never met. And she sort of tricked him. Gotcha. So at this coronation, like the crowd, the clergy, everyone believes he's the king. But everybody knows him personally. They're catching on.
3: well i mean it's not a ho
5: averted death again
3: next fifth floor lingerie fourth floor uh, is uh second floor floor,
5: second floor (laughs) maybelline okay so (laughs) sid has had enough he is quitting he is he is going to escape
3: they saw the note they're like who's Cindy? (laughs)
5: right Look at that ridiculous Swiss not, Alps getup.
3: The whole getups are pretty weird. I mean, I can't is this is supposed to take place what in the 1920s?
5: I don't know the answer. Uh, I don't think so because okay, so they're all doing sword play, but meanwhile they've got guns, and the guns aren't like muskets. So that X's out the 1700s, So I'm not sure. Is it the late 1800s? Maybe.
3: I mean, they have elevators. Yeah, um, Yeah, elevators back then. uh, Dumbwaiters.
5: You might be right. I think that the elevator showed up in the 1800s, right? Because they started building buildings tall. I don't trust this dog. Saint Bernard, the patron saint of dogs. Oh, they're
3: very helpful. Yeah, right. Where's your Easily whiskey, barrel, A. A. dog? Well, thanks to this program, I no longer drink. Hollywood dog that doesn't drink. <laughs> oh, so that's Mister Sellers right there.
5: No, no. that's the Mrs. Sellers is the betrothed wife to the king. This is the countess again.
3: Ah, you got to see the swing. I like Elkie Summer a lot. She's great. They so don't really she have her was,
5: um, She was like on vacation in Italy as a like a, a, a teenager in 58, And this film director saw her and just started putting her in movies. And she also posed for Playboy in 64 and 67.
3: Nice. Way to go, Hugh.
5: Uh, Way to go, Hefner. She's a German, really, and she changed her name uh, from Schletz to Summer because it was... Hard for English people to pronounce, quite frankly.
3: Gotcha. So I saw What's New Pussycat, which is Peter Sellers and uh, Woody Allen. You know, back when they were kind of ubiquitous in the 60s. And there's like a scene where, I think it was that movie, or no, maybe I'm thinking of the Bobo, but I think like Woody Allen parachutes and lands in a car, uh, a two-seater driven by Elkie Summer.
5: Oh, interesting. That was
3: her role. Like, she just happened to be driving by.
5: Should I see What's New Pussycat?
3: Nah, you know what? I saw that, like, in the 80s, and then I saw it, like, three years ago, and I'm all right, you know. It's, uh, it's, it's. do you like, like, Woody Allen, 60s Woody Allen, where, you know, I'm on every TV show, and uh, I'm a nightclub, and I got records, record, and I got books, and I, I, uh, I'm I, young, and, I, you know, because he did "What's New Pussycat?" and they used the song, and then Woody Allen's first movie, he took a, a Japanese spy movie and he dubbed it and he called it "What's New Tiger Lily." Oh yeah, say, right, right, right.
5: The thing is, I probably What's saw Lillies? "What's New Pussycat?" and it just didn't impress me. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. it or something.
3: Okay, so let's let's go through the the Peter Sellers movies. Have you seen this "The Private Life of Henry Orient"? where he's like a, a piano player who these two girls chase after him? I guess no. Have you seen I Love You, Alice B. Tokus? Yeah,
5: yeah. Where, that was good.
3: Yeah. Uh, the Bobo, where he becomes the blue matador? No. The, the Party, where he's uh, he wears brown face and he's an Indian extra, uh, Blake Edwards movie?
5: Uh... I remember not liking it.
3: Yeah. Well, it's silly. It ends with hippies and the elephant, you know, talking about peace.
5: Okay, by the way, uh, the Count has come in, the best actor of this film. He's trying to make up yeah. with his wife, but that's really Peter Sellers hiding under there. And he's like, I am so sorry. You are so great. I love your lips, your your thighs. And he goes, your boots?
3: <laughs> Your your balls. There he goes. So we, which Peter Sellers is under there? Is Yeah. It top Bill of Peter Sellers or Second Bill of Peter Sellers?
5: It's. You can't ask that question. the The King Peter Sellers is in prison, right? This right. is the King. This is the fake King in the palace. He's just been coronated and he's now trying to escape. So he doesn't think it's weird that his wife is wearing boots. He's like, oh, you're naughty. Check this out now. Natalie!
2: Oh, what
0: are you doing now? When you are... <laughs> it's nothing to do with me, mate. I'm just on me why i London. under. My father! My
5: kid! He is underrated, this actor. I And I don't think he... He his I don't think he did a good job on Barney Miller or Sanford and Son because it didn't challenge him. He just had to be like, I'm a poor Hispanic person. It was almost a stereotype. Not quite, but almost. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean in Barney Miller there was a little more nuance to the characters. They're yes, they've, they've the right. kind of breed. So they, they so any kind of stereotype that they that television. Now watch what his wife up, does. They
5: watch what his wife does. Oh, no. Isn't that awful?
3: He was kissing the boot. Well, fortunately, the hayride was going by.
5: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Elkie thinks that's hilarious.
3: October. Yeah, right. He could have killed guy. Broke his neck. He was kissing a man's boot in bed, right? No. He's like, let me dre- change it to something more comfortable. And she took off the corset and she put on her negligee. Maybe she went to the outhouse, and by the time she got out there, the guy was kissing some good dude's boots.
5: No. Okay,
3: now the Count, Uh, you uh, know uh, he's uh. super
5: jealous. So he's going to a gunsmith to get a bomb. A boom? (laughs) A boom? What? Yes, I know what I said! (laughs)
3: All right. Well, I got plenty of bombs here. I have the party. I have the famous plot of Dr. Fu Man 2. That was a bomb. bomb. Pink Panther Strikes Back.
5: So one time, I used to go to uh, an open mic on 7th Street. And um, it was a Laughing Buddha open mic. And then, I used to go there all the time, and then there was a building collapse on 7th Street, right? So I go for an open mic, and I was like, "It's pretty scary about the building collapse down the street." And everyone in the audience was like, "Yes, uh huh." And I said, "But I think we're pretty safe with the structural integrity of this building. I mean, people bomb up here every night."
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's good to know. You go there during the the big one drop, or your ex? No, it's late. That's the thing, like, I can't tell. I think it might be 20th century.
5: Maybe you're right. Okay, now what's happening is my favorite actor, the Count, is going to switch a croquet ball for a bomb croquet ball, and we get the tension of, no, no, Peter, don't hit it. It's going to blow up. Right. Now, what's happening here is... The Knot King, the The princess is falling in love with the Knot King.
2: Huh.
3: Well,
5: I tried to turn it up for their, their like, their
3: conversation. I got that wacky music. Yeah. I'd rather listen to the crazy, wacky music in the background. It's <imples> hm, so <guarding> fun. <points> it's lighthearted.
5: <pause> da, 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 da. It, it
3: we need a soundtrack. Come Back- on, <laughs> yesterday, yes, sir, on it.
5: Ba, ba, well, ba, this ba, is Henry ba, Mancini, hai. dude. It's not like cheap. I mean, there's some quality. Yeah, you're right. And also, if you got some <laughs> silly song like this, he was doing his job. Okay, this is the Count's Chance. All right. And he has switched the croquet balls.
3: He did such a bad job. While E. Coyote is shaking his head. Uh, you call that a bomb?
5: <laughs> that isn't even I, from Acme. You got that from some guy in a dungeon?
3: Yeah, that's the thing. So the meanwhile, the real king is in the 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 brothers' yeah, castle, in the but prison. don't they know that? No. Yeah, but it's like no, they okay. don't. So they're just playing croquet. They don't know where the king went. They don't give a shit. It's not that they don't give
5: a shit. It's that they don't know the king has disappeared.
2: Hmm.
5: Now you see, he was about croquet. to hit the croquet. And then he got called away.
2: Without
3: Look at
5: that silly hat.
3: Oh, no, that's a great hat. Like, if you need a <laughs> scarf, you just stick your hand. Like, they didn't have tissues back then, so, you know, you yeah, had to keep it on you top just... of your head.
5: Okay, here it goes. He's gonna do it. He's gonna beat the thing.
3: Better scratch my eyes and cover my ears. Oh.
2: Okay. First, first time princess has ever asked me to go for a walk
5: <laughs> i love his cockney it's just
3: yeah it's pretty good it cuts yeah. through all the shit
5: this is the only film that he made with his wife um And she has executive producer credit on the fiendish plot of Fu Manchu. I don't know why. Nobody knows why.
3: Do you, uh, oh, that's. Yeah, because she's not in it. Oh, down for the count. Up for the count.
5: Up for the count. Now down for the count. Now look, he's stuck in a tree. Oh, it's comedic. Crazy, crazy.
3: This little star is going red. He said, one chirping bird, ah, 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 two now, chirping this birds. You, this ah, is what,
5: oh, the count, I get it, the count. Now, this is what you paid money yeah, to see. Kind of, this is the king.
3: I've yeah, heard. I know. I've been waiting an hour for the real, for the real yeah. Peter Sellers. Like, I'm glad Peter Sellers is co-starring in this, but I didn't pay money to see co-star Peter Sellers.
5: Yeah, right. You wanted to see Peter Sellers.
3: Now, you know, we can't talk about Peter Sellers without bringing up his Protege, Mike Myers. Mike Myers is such a re- Mike Myers who kind of gets into character, and he's done his own brown face with the Love Guru. He always cites Peter Sellers. The story that Mike Myers would always say is that when his father passed away, he was really sad. But his father loved Peter Sellers, wow. and when he does Peter Sellers, it's an homage to his father. Which I don't know. I mean, you might. That's, that's a nice sentiment, but. I take it with a little bit of grain of salt. I don't – but Mike Myers does commit. Like he's not – maybe he's a nicer guy than Peter Sellers. Maybe he's not on that level. I mean I'm sure like he – I've read about like – yeah. He
5: gave him a ring to prove – okay, you see – He just, like, I'll offer you untold wealth, and he just talked up this ring. It was stolen in 1584 from the such-and-such, and and he dropped it down the drain. And he goes, you got anything else?
3: (laughs) That's a good joke.
5: Mike Myers really did a good job with the Austin Powers films. I thought the movie in which he played the Indian was really bad.
3: Yeah, there was a, it was way too many, like, dick jokes. And, well, the character itself, like, I would have loved to seen, like, a film called The Love uh, Cowboy, mm-hmm. where they pretend, people pretend they're, they're white, you know, like, they're white American, white Canadian, I guess, for his case. Uh, but, yeah, it was, the caricature was just bad. Yeah. And the universe he created was bad. And it was all just, like, scatological dick jokes like dick puns. Did that you know? film sink his career?
5: Cause he sort of went away after
3: that. Yeah, he did kind of go away after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, like the guy, man is a monster when it comes to films because he had, how many franchises he created, right? Wayne's World, that's billions of dollars right there. Mm-hmm. The, the Austin Powers. Yeah. So, but you know, to say like, oh, here's my character, I'm love guru. And, and, Paramount's like, yeah, let's do it. We'll make a logo and we'll put your face in there and people will just go see your character. We'll get Heather and, Graham. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, was Heather Graham in that one? I thought oh, that was yeah. like, Jessica. Uh, she was in that one.
5: Well, Heather Graham was the one who really understood love and sex and um, Michael, Michael uh, Moore's character uh, no, uh, excuse me. From the Hollywood, from the Halloween films, Michael Myers. Yeah. He he was. Michael Myers. Just pretending, and so she schooled him. Uh, It was the only redeeming aspect of the film, I felt.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you talking about Austin Powers or Love, Love Guru? Love Guru. There was some, like, Ben Kingsley. Oh, Sir sure, Ben Kingsley, right, who got that name for his performance Gandhi, as Gandhi in right. the 80s, comes back as, like, this Indian guru that's just, like, I don't even know what he was thinking. I know what he was thinking, and he delivered what he needed to do, but, you know, that movie is weird. I mean, if it was on YouTube, we would cover it, but you could go to any bad movie podcast, and they've covered Love Guru, you know, yeah. the, uh, how did this got made had like cast members talk about their experience so okay so here's what's happening yeah
5: okay here's what's
3: happening now yeah what what what
5: what (laughs) go ahead uh okay so here's what's what's happening? happening now the the countess sent a letter saying come meet me at the windmill but everybody knows it's got to be a trap for him to get killed, okay? So what he's doing now is he's agreed to go and take the risk so that they can try to get back to the original king. So he's saying goodbye to the princess who's fallen in love with him.
3: Right. What is expected of
2: me? You mean Ruritani and Potatoes?
5: So they are—they have essentially fallen in love, and, let, and although they never say love, um, and this is the—the the goodbye, and it hurts her.
3: Is this the end? We'll see her at the end of the movie, right? Oh, they're well, gonna get I back together. The, That's not the real king.
5: We're setting up for the goodbye, but it doesn't become goodbye. He doesn't die, so.
3: All oh, right. I'm not going to lie. My computer crashed on me, but I'm waiting for it to boot. So keep the movie going. It's all right, you're going to lead us, Carl.
5: All right, I'll tell you where we're at when you ask me the question.
3: Sure. As soon as my computer stops buffering and puts the movie back on, I'm in the game.
5: All right. So the so Peter's there's the windmill, uh, and it's really beautiful landscape. This Austria, you know. And um Peter Sellers is showing up with the King's Guard who will protect him. It's really Fritz in the general. Right. Now what they're gonna do is they're gonna work out a signal. When you want us to come in, you gotta hoot like an owl. And so he's like, he can't get it. He can't learn Peter Sellers can't learn how to hoot. So he suggests a chicken. Why don't I bark, bark like a chicken? And they all go, very well. <laughs> so, then on the other side, uh, the Countess is with the the brothers, you know, with the ex-princes. Ex, uh, and they're saying, we need a signal. And of course, they choose a owl, you know, because there's owls all over the forest. You know, hoo-hoo, hoo-hoo. Oh, yeah. But the Countess can't do an it. Owl. And so she goes... How about a chicken? And they're like, "Very well." So, th- so the joke is, they've got the same signals. You know, when it's time, it's it, you know, when it's time to spring the trap, when it's time for them to come in and defend the the fake king, they're gonna get their signals crossed because
3: it's the same signal. And, and may I ask you uh, where you are in the film? Time where is? am
5: I? Right now, I'm at 116.56, so if you put yourself at, like, 120 or something, I'll count you up, or wherever you want. I'm at 117 now.
3: Okay, can you tell me when you're at 117.22?
5: Yes, that's coming right up.
3: Great. I'm back in the game.
5: (laughs) Uh, 12, 13,
2: 14, 15, 16, 17, 18...
3: 19, yes. 20, okay.
5: 21, 22.
3: Uh-huh. I'm back in. Are they shaking yeah, hands? Yeah, they're shaking hands. Okay, you're back. They're shaking hands. Yeah. He's patting him on the back. Oh, it's all pre-pandemic fun. He's a good man, he is. I'm going to Don't London, forget I am.
5: it's a chicken now. It's a chicken.
3: You gotta be careful in the woods back then. Adam Ant will show up. Stand the deliver. And deliver feel, uh,
5: your money or your life.
3: Nobody <laughs> stand gets deliver. Oh, we're all fans of Ant music. Ant music. Cool. Oh, oh, oh. Try another the flavor.
5: Nobody gets don't that.
3: Don't drink. Don't smoke. What do you do? What do you do? Oh, sudden innuendo follows.
5: There must be something inside. Nobody gets that. Yes,
3: yeah, inside, inside her. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Like, it's a, char- it's a charming song until he says there must be something inside her. Well, okay, does.
5: I had that 45, and it said there must be okay. something inside he's hiding. Don't drink, don't smoke, what do you do? There must be something inside he's hiding. But he didn't sing that, did he?
3: No, he did something inside.
5: And he stopped, yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, maybe it's that accent of his, or maybe he gulped the last word. It's still a pretty base innuendo. Yes. You know, it's a charming song. It applies, that maybe she gets, maybe she has sex, and then there must be something inside. It's like, well... What was the point of that song? Like, it was <laughs> such a beautiful song. <laughs>
5: Something up her cooch. Hello. Oh, okay, so now <laughs> we find out that she wants the king sprung. Okay? And, they're, you know, he, she tells him where he's hide- He's being killed prisoner. And he goes, Peter Seller goes, oh, we thought this was a trap. And she goes, no, it is a trap. So now he's doing the chicken and see they both and then they both he, goes, are the he did it. She's he's doing an owl now, but really it's the bad guys. Wow.
3: And this is straight torn straight from the novel.
5: Well no. Uh, the novel was called by Anthony Hope, published in eighteen ninety-four. Uh and it's an adventure novel. It wasn't a comedy, of course, and this is very loosely adapted. This also has echoes of, like, The Man in the Iron Mask and Prince and the Pauper. Sure. It isn't really the guy's book.
3: Yeah. yeah, the Prince and the Pauper stuff kind of sticks out, because I would expect, like, more Man in the Iron Mask calamity. Like, maybe have a musketeer show up. Yeah. What was it? Do you remember those movies, The Fourth Musketeer and The Fifth Musketeer, and they both came out at the same time, basically?
5: There was a Fifth Musketeer? Like,
3: yeah, it was a Richard Donner movie, and it was like Michael York. It uh-huh. was the 70s, very 70s, and it was called, like, The Fourth Musketeer, and when they finished it, they just shot another sequel, like, just almost immediately, and they released it six months later called, like, Another uh, this Musketeer or something like that. So I'm more of a Mars guy.
5: <laughs> at one time in my life, I don't know, 15, 16, 17, I just decided that I should read a bunch of classic books so I'm not ignorant. And that was one of them, The Three Musketeers. The Three Musketeers really were four musketeers and one of them died and they were uh, the three the remaining three were avenging. Um, oh. Yeah, there were always four musketeers, and one of them was killed, and they avenged his life. They made a
3: pact. That's their motto: "All for one, and one for all." One avenging. for all.
5: That's right. That included that's the dead guy.
3: That's... Yeah. Oh, right.
5: Now look who's up on the window. Of...
3: Don Quixote.
5: It's hilarity. No, it's Peter. Yup.
3: Which sellers is that? Is it the king?
5: no no the king michael is in prison i in zenda
3: i just can't i just wanted to see peter sellers as a king i just the fact that he i have to watch it's paid ripped switch, off man.
5: ripped off yeah look at that shot
3: wow <laughs> I w- i'm going to go back 50 years and uh, ask for my money back and they won't give it to me they say sorry nobody's on this one
5: yeah right I, and you want to be paid in today's dollars?
3: It. Yeah, right. How many barrels of hay are there, is in this fucking country?
5: Yeah, it's their economy.
3: <laughs> free hay rides, hay rides, five tickets.
5: Right. So you guys grow hay for your horses? No, it's for the it's the the tourist industry. Hay rides. Yeah. Three hay rides.
3: Bonk. Complimentary tickets to the Apple bottle. Oh, took him a second. These guys are doing some Thompson Twins shenanigans.
5: Now, he's he's holding her prisoner, but it's kind of a joke, you know, because she's supposed to be on his side, and then she bites him. I don't know. This is hilarity, and it's supposed to be – it's funnier with the sound on. (laughs) Okay?
3: All right. But would this be something a kid would remember if they saw this movie years ago?
5: No, but they would remember that one joke and the balloon. Mm. Yeah,
3: and the balloon, of course.
5: Now look, Peter's, uh, Sid, our not-the-real-king, bonked the driver on the head, and now he's pretending to be their driver making an escape back to Zenda. So he's undercover right now.
3: Oh, so he's no longer pretending to be the king. He's pretending to be
5: a cab driver, which is what he really is. Right. He's infiltrating is what right. he's doing. He's getting into Zenda.
3: Wow. So he goes no, You want to
5: go to Zenda, I'll Zend you there.
3: He did not say that, Carl. No, you he just didn't made a joke. That.
5: I said it. Okay, so he's now in the gates. Now he's got to deliver the bad news to the ex-prince. Sorry we fucked up. He got away. We didn't kill him.
3: Oh no, I call for a duel. Sorry, you got some dandruff there on your neck. (laughs) Oh, is that ring around the collar? (laughs) Sorry, I pointed it out with my knife. He doesn't recognize this guy.
5: That filthy ring. He recognizes the eyes. Right, because he just happens to be the brother. So now he's in prison with with the true king. That's who you've been waiting for.
3: Yeah, I've been mean, waiting. He hasn't left us saying. He's thinking he's tricking off of that Elkie sound really well. Time. it must be a bit of a bother
0: walking around the a smitten image of each other. But I'm going to change all that. With the help of my darling, his <laughs> life.
5: Now, this is a kind of funny bit. He's sort of like a salesman bragging about his torture device. And he's now demonstrating it for them. But you see... He's getting himself into the contraption to demonstrate.
3: Uh, oh, how can you flex? What a newbie. This bit goes oh, down like on a... your
5: face, you see. Right up your nose, it does.
3: Is this the last of him then? He
5: goes, you put this on your tongue and you twist it. It's a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs>
3: A little gallows
2: Whoops! Oh!
3: I'm telling you. rookie move. Stuck. Yeah. Well, good. Well, that was the easy way to distract him.
2: Yeah. Going in there, getting out, sir. I was just demonstrating.
5: <laughs> so now we're going to get the sort of revealing the plot, you know, like So he's sort of saying what's his plot. We've seen this in a lot of films before. Oh, right. This oh, guy is named Jeremy is... Kemp. He was an English actor, and I hardly looked him up because I don't understand. It says he was known for his significant roles in the miniseries The Winds of War. We know that. Okay. And War and Remembrance. But then there's, like, lots of other stuff, like the Blue Max and the TV series Z Cars. I don't know any of this stuff.
3: Wait a minute. Wasn't Blue Max a children's show in England?
5: Well, this was all English TV, so Maybe.
3: Like it, it's like a kind of like an electric company, maybe, maybe younger. I don't even know. Now, Antoinette, the
5: wife here, the former Bond girl, the space 1999, she's turning on her husband with the gun and he, she's sprung them both, as she told Peter Seller she would.
3: Yeah. All right, stand and deliver.
5: And now the
1: ex-prince is well, talking like,
5: I love you, you're the best in the world, you know, and he takes the gun and a la Goodfellows flips it on her. Right. There's my favorite actor.
3: Oh, he's shown this movie, thank God.
2: Oh no.
5: So now he's released and he can go after uh both Peter Sellers. But the thing is the King's Guard are coming. They're coming to Zenda now that they know um where the king the real king is. So we're gonna have a showdown.
3: Huh. Good. Yeah. Exciting only 20 you could tell I'm like waiting for this movie to end at this point how come Mike because I, I think it exhausted everything I mean I guess we still need to get these boys out of there and uh, well that's our, the kingdom, but...
5: that's our third act that's our third act' we're racing towards the conclusion here yeah what well, there's 13 minutes left 12 minutes left uh, you can make it try to pretend you care the audience uh, is listening.
3: Oh, well, for the sake of the show, I'll pretend I care. Thank Absolutely. you, Mike. That's a little secret idea. <laughs> and for you, too, Carl. You saw this movie three times. You took copious notes about the yeah. location and the people. And we need to all do the, the switcheroo again. And... All right. Hey, Carl, I'm fine. Uh, as you, as our listeners know, we will announce our movie next week. But, Carl, I would say you should take the movie after that. So should I pick and another artist it. and really
5: torture you? <laughs>
3: you're right you picked your first movie you picked was Ernest goes
5: uh Ernest saves no, christmas
3: saves christmas
5: the worst yes. film
3: ever that was awful
5: listen i was thinking you know it's a wonderful life is a um uh public domain oh yes and it's on youtube maybe for your christmas show you could take a different tact this year
3: So you know, we can still find – every Christmas we uh, play trailers and movies that premiered on Christmas Day.
2: Yeah, uh, it's a good thing. theatrical
3: theme. releasing. And we've done it for four years. And, you know, you're telling me before Christmas has even occurred that we can't find another 40 minutes worth of trailers and movies? Well, I know but that's on Christmas. what I'm thinking. Are we all like, out of movies?
5: I think you've exhausted your content because we don't get but one extra year. Okay, so now First the target. cad who's First been target. doing yes. yeah. now the cad who's been doing all the work for the ex prince sees the king's guard, and so he's like, "I'm going to switch sides. Let me help you escape." Yeah. Where is Rudolph? How to find the king, Englishman? It
2: will be my extreme pleasure to dispense with Michael.
5: So now now he's going to go against the ex-Prince. He's basically fl- he's an opportunist. He's he's changed sides now.
3: That's so great. Who's this guy again?
5: He is another brother. Oh, well. He is a, a, like third in line. And he's just a playboy who laughs at everything. And I didn't even look him up. Um... Yeah, no, I just didn't follow why he was there. Well, okay, he he led that ambush, Um, he's been doing all of the ex-prince's dirty work.
3: Right, in conjunction working with the the ex-prince.
5: Right, and now he's flipping sides because he can see which side's gonna win.
3: And they're brothers, so he doesn't mind killing his brother.
5: That's right, that's his low character.
3: And there's a dartboard hanging around.
5: Well, it's there's a castle. dartboard. Oh, right. <laughs> now look, my
2: trailer. favorite
5: actor is trying to kill him on his own, so he's swimming across the moat in his pajamas. Right. This is good swordplay. So you watch all these movies, and it's excellent yeah. swordplay, right? But then you watch like fencing on the Olympics. <laughs> it's nothing right. like this.
3: Oh. Well, I mean, there's a whole. Oh, his head didn't come off, and it a was dark a, um a two-pronged fork. Right. Yeah, but usually you throw them at people's necks to, to decapitate their their heads, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. like...
5: that's why I always do it. Good
3: Yeah, I mean, that's what Aquaman would do. He'd throw his trident and, like, knock off a head or two. I guess he had a trident of three, so you would have... You would split the skull.
5: So, Monty Python's Life of Brian, it looked like the film was going to be canceled, so John
3: Cleese... Yeah
5: what agreed to be the lead role.
3: Oh, uh, does a prisoner of now?
5: Yes, that's right. He was going to play Peter Sellers' part for a short time.
3: And this movie reeks of like a a a star vehicle. Like it always feels like they added the brother element, so he had the opportunity to play two people. Do you think like John Cleese would play two people? Yes, John Cleese would. That's
5: all over the novel and the other movies. No, John Cleese would have played the brothers. Would have played
3: two people. It's the Donkey Kong theme after he threw barrels down the hill.
5: Now we have my favorite actor confronting the real yes. king.
2: How <laughs> you absolutely Come up in.
3: <laughs> the basketball of deplorable. Right.
5: His pajamas look, uh no, no, that's his pajamas.
2: <laughs>
5: Listen, here's what. I tell it... you, Barney Harlow looks good. Yeah. For the first time, he's seeing there's two of them. Now he's going to kick them in the balls like he did the first encounter. Huh. So this is what a jerk Peter Sellers was during the film, okay? During the scene involving a steam engine and carriages, he refused to stay on the set due to the steam engine being the color of green. So to appease Sellers, The film crew repainted the entire engine the color of blue, and after they were done, they painted it back to its original color so they could return it.
3: For this stupid movie? Yeah. God, what a waste. It's not like they're making Casablanca or Night in Casablanca. Night in
5: Casablanca, right.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The classic. What? That film. Going up. oh look the hot air balloon
5: it kind of looks like the hot air balloon basket
3: they're bringing with the first scene they're they're tying it all together
5: but they're not I give up I give up kick Ha, ha 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 right It wasn't a basket, was it? It was like a chest.
3: What? I don't even know where they are. Well, no, they're in the castle. This is Z- Zenda. They have, they have these. Yeah, so they have these mezzanines, and to bring things up above the mezzanines, they have these baskets on pulleys that you can bring it up. Like the video game Poo Yen, when you're a pig on a basket and you're trying to avoid arrows from the wolves. Just like that. Just like that. Now,
5: as you know, the XX prince changed sides, so he let down right. the drawbridge so the King's guard could get in.
3: Right. It is After really actually right now. Good. It's literally a cliffhanger, right? Cause he's,
5: <laughs> he's on a cliff? On the, Yeah. Five minutes
3: left. Oh, Carl, please, you mind we're to gonna wrap up oh, fritz is I'm saving him
5: oh no it's not no it's not it's uh it's it's sid again
3: oh right sydney Furman there oh wow look at that they look like they're in the same shot yeah oh, wow. that was it's probably
5: not story. split screen right that was probably just well done look-alike kind of guy
3: well, this, this stuff when they're pushing, but no, that one, they did some kind of movie magic on it. They were both of them on the screen. Yeah, and here's more What's of that? it.
5: So now, it has to... they got to jump to get away, into the moat.
3: What? Oh, right into the moat.
5: And I bet you neither of them was Peter Sellers.
3: Oh, did you hear about that four castle guard? He got demoted.
5: Demote. Demoted. Very nice, Michael.
3: All right.
2: I'll now try that they're saying, there, see? He's
5: dead. He's dead. I am the king. Ha
3: ha ha. Oh, but one's going to pop out and they go, there's a king. That's and then the right. other one's going to pop up and they go, what? Two kings? I am no Sudamus.
5: <laughs> it's the. The surprise, you know, after the contest is played, there's always one more contest. That's what this was. Here we are in London again. And yeah. our king is back at the roulette table. And they're like, oh, Rudolph. And he goes, my name's not Rudolph. I'm Sydney.
3: They've switched. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say he's probably going to still bet on the same.
5: So he has now. Oh, there's my favorite guy.
3: Who is yeah, there's the count. He's...
5: But he always gets humiliated. <laughs> what
3: eyebrow immediately arches?
5: Now you don't get to see it. You hate that.
3: Yeah. You saw the guard laugh at it. Now, oh. Sidney has
5: become the king and he gets to marry his true love.
3: Aw. Isn't that nice? You are, you are now king and married to the girlfriend. Now drive me home, bitch. Still a driver. Yeah, like, I'll drive. Don't forget, don't forget your class. <laughs> right? They must be classes bastards. Like, you, you can still drive. You're a driver, after all. Yeah, there he is. Look, how cute. Yup, he's driving
5: his own carriage.
3: Some king. Upper crust. Oh, and then the movie pause, and then we got the, the Saturday Evening Post font.
5: Saturday Evening Post font, uh, letting us know that it's well, really wow, not 1980 they, yet.
3: <laughs> yeah, right, like like many films that came out in 1979 and 80, we're not there yet. Wow, well, ladies and gentlemen, we had just watched The Prisoner of Zenda. the third last movie from Peter Sellers. Carl, what did you think of The Prisoner of Zelda? I
5: enjoyed it. It was not his best film at all whatsoever, but I still enjoyed it.
3: Right. I think it's a good kids film, right? And There's a little launch for the parents and uh, Uh, I don't know about a kids film. There
5: was a lot of sex in it.
3: But nothing like Alright, okay, yeah. We're guitars, well, yeah, you know, you're right, it was in
5: flirtatious uh, innuendos, yeah. but uh...
3: Well, it's that, that comedy timing, that comedy beat where Harpo chases the woman around the room, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's that kind of you know, he's yeah. old Randy and he's he's smacking on married women but for the most part it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah that's alright, it was pretty boring. There was no fiendish plot of F- F- Manchu, I guess. I thought it was Well, if you you listen to it with the audio, Uh,
5: the guys, Peter Sellers, does a great acting job. I love his lisp. I loved him doing cockney. I loved him as the, uh, and and of course, we had my favorite actor there. This film was enjoyable, I thought.
3: Yeah, it was pretty good. And it's on YouTube and it's on a lot of channels, to be honest with you. So it's not hard to find, but we right. like the version from Universal Galaxy Pictures, which I am now subscribed to. Well, folks, Perfect. we hope you enjoyed the movie. We are Let's Watch a Full Life Movie on YouTube. We're filmed on location in Austria and approved by number 25540. We're going to be back next Sunday. You can listen to us on Muni Radio at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, thanks to our great station manager, Bam Benjamin. And, uh, Love Bam. Face, Carl. We love them. Um, would you like to pick the movie for next week, or do you want to do it in two weeks?
5: Uh, no, I'll do it in two weeks, because I really got to pick a clunker for you, and you got to watch it like four okay. times, dude.
3: Yeah, I'll watch it. For, I swear, to, I will. I promise our audience I will watch the movie four times and have notes. Uh, but for you, my friend, our next movie is one of the Frankie Avalon, and that's Minichello movies, and Good it's choice. on YouTube. Although I think it's on that channel that plays too many ads. But we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll iron out the details. Of course, it's not Beach Blanket Babylon. It's not Dr. Goldfoot in the uh, bikini, bikini machine. No, we're going to change course. We're not at the beach. It's Ski Party from 1966. And uh, Carl, can you play? can you do the trailer for me?
5: Yes. Okay, so audience, just put in trailer Ski Party. And Mike said 66, but that would mean I was born. I wasn't born. It's Ski Party 1965 trailer from the channel Night of the Trailers. So
2: find that and slide back to 000. Okay, sounds good.